Welcome to another edition of the Pony Stampede Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Hoffeditz. Uh Let's get back to it. Uh, sorry for the delay between these, uh, between a little bit of sickness that messed with my voice and hopefully fixing some audio issues that have been pointed out to me. We should be back on track. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the big win over North Texas this last weekend. Then we'll get into this weekend's home opener against Lamar. Um, I don't know if Saturday could have gone much better than it did for the Mustangs. The offensive firepower was on full display. The defense looked as good as it has in a long time. And it was just game one. There are going to be a lot of things that get better as this season goes on. Um, you know, I think they the the two rushing touchdowns early kind of set a, a nice little tone there. And then uh, Mordecai and company took over, throwing the ball around. Uh, I don't know about you. Uh, for me, Rasheed Rice's eight catches, 166 yards were just kind of almost quiet. And I think that's really impressive that he was able to do that without really seemingly doing a ton. Um, You know, he he talked a lot about what they've been doing in practice, translating into games. Um, Coach Lashley has talked a lot about not forcing anything anywhere and having uh, Mordecai kind of just take what the defense gives him Um, and for all those things to be true for him to have 166 yards a career high on six catches or sorry eight catches uh, and then Curly to go a little over 100 on four catches it's the first time SMU has had two 100 yard receivers in the same game since 2019 when the offensive coordinator was Rhett Lashley. That's not a goal of theirs. That's not something they set out to do. That is strictly just a product of this offense and the talent this offense has. Defensively, uh, force three turnovers, have a defensive player make a key special teams play, uh, with Devere Levelston blocking the field goal attempt early. You have uh, Chris Adamora, a newcomer, force the fumble. You have Nick Roberts, a newcomer, with one of the interceptions. And then Stefan Wright with just kind of a hustle play interception uh, down on the goal line where if he's not kind of following the play, he's not there to make it. It's probably just an incomplete pass, and North Texas has a chance to put up more points. That being said, North Texas had a lot of chances to put up more points. A combination of some good defensive plays mixed in with some bad offense by North Texas. Uh, Coach Lashley kind of said at times they were probably a little lucky that North Texas didn't score more, uh, but was also proud of the way the defense Uh, kind of locked in in some of those situations you know uh, both turnovers SMU had the fumble and the muffed punt gave North Texas the ball on SMU territory inside the 40 both times they got zero points out of it 
North Texas had the ball twice inside the five and got zero points out of it. Um, I just think that says a lot about um, just kind of this defense being able to overcome some things. You know, there was the just almost really two bad defensive plays. One of them was the long touchdown run with some missed tackles. The other one was the long pass play when North Texas was backed up against its own goal line. The biggest thing after that big pass play, North Texas didn't score points. So they were kind of able to recover from a lot of those mistakes that, again, will get cleaned up as things move along. I don't think enough can be said about the special teams work. Um, A lot of that, a lot of special teams were kind of highlighted for negative reasons throughout week one of the college football season. Uh, But true freshman Colin Rogers, uh, none of them were really pressure kicks, although his first point after attempt was a little longer after a delay of game where they had some issues getting alignment out there. But 6 of 6 on PATs, 2 of 2 on field goals, connecting from 32 and 39 yards out. Um, You know, I think Brendan Hall did a great job on kickoffs. uh, Seemed to have some direction to them. Uh, What, 6 of 9 go for touchbacks. None of the other 3 that weren't touchbacks started at the 25 or further out. They were all inside the 25 including one of those kind of squib, line drive type kicks uh, coming off the personal foul penalty following Rashid's touchdown catch. And then uh, punting, I mean, you can't take away what he did. He had a 61-yard punt that went inside the 20, uh, had another punt inside the 20, and actually both those punts were inside the 10. Um just really nice special teams work. Add in the kick return from uh, Jalen Record that set up uh, the one play Jordan Curley touchdown catch, and I mean you can't you can't really say too much bad about what special teams did. Obviously, the Curley muffed punt uh, is something that will be addressed moving forward. Uh, but all around, all three phases really solid. Do I think North Texas is a great football team? No. But to play at their place when they had already played a game, and, I mean, in all fairness, we don't see this as much of a rivalry. They do. This is one of the biggest non-conference games on their schedule uh, and probably one of the bigger games on their schedule every year. That's a big deal for them. So for SMU to come out and not just win but really take it to them, uh, I think does say a lot about what this team is going to be capable of moving forward. And speaking of that, we will get to the next one uh, right after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Welcome back to the Pony Stampede podcast. Uh, let's get into this week's matchup. It's the home opener as 1-0 SMU hosts 0-1 Lamar. Um, just, I mean, a quick look at Lamar. This is not a very good football team. Uh, it's a team that has lost nine straight dating back to last year. Uh, it's a team that led 14-7 to in the first quarter of last week's game and didn't score again. Ended up losing 28-14 to to uh, an ACU team. That's who SMU beat last year uh, in the season opener. Um, if you look quickly at their quarterback stats, uh, Mike Chandler threw for 204 yards and a pair of touchdowns. But both of those touchdowns came on big plays and he only went 8 of 24 passing. Uh, the touchdowns went for 75 yards and 59 yards, so that is something the SMU defense will have to look at and not give up the big plays. Um, their leading rusher had 39 yards, um, and overall their offense went uh, three and out six times uh, and a four and out in their final possession. Um, that being said, of course, uh all the talk this week has been about approaching this game the same way and with the same intensity that they approached the North Texas game. That will be key. Uh, it's the first home game, so that's going to bring a little bit of emotion and, and some other things into it that SMU will have to control. Um, but overall, I think it should should be a fun day at, at Ford Stadium, um, you know, with with the the big games coming, uh, obviously TCU and some big conference games, it's not going to be the biggest crowd Ford Stadium will see this year, uh, but it should be a a pretty good crowd for the first game, uh, opening up the Rhett Lashley era. Um, you know, first game of a new season, a lot of excitement around that. Uh, let's see, Lamar, going back to Lamar defensively, uh, they had a couple linebackers with 10 tackles each, uh, Vincent Rockwall and Tyler Jackson, um, they had a couple sack, a handful of sacks, um, but overall, uh, I don't think they really gave the ACU offense much trouble, uh, that scored, um, 28 points on them. You know, looking at an SMU offense that scored 48 points against a North Texas defense, I think could see more of the same there. Which, speaking of, I think that means we probably see more Preston Stone and not just more time on the field, but also him doing more things with that time on the field. I was a little surprised with um, how little he was used uh, against North Texas after all the talk of he will play. He will help us win. Um, obviously, Tanner had a, a great game. And if Tanner's your starter and Tanner is who you see helping this team win some big games down the road, you want him to play as much as possible. Uh, but I thought one of the biggest telltale signs was that when Tanner got knocked out of the game uh, with that injury, he pretty much just turned right back around and came back in and Preston didn't finish that drive. Of course, I don't know if that says more about 
how they view Preston and how they want to use Preston or just uh, how quickly Tanner wanted uh, to get back out on that field after taking that knock uh, that took the wind out of him a little bit. Um, like I said, I, I just I don't see anything surprising happening on Saturday. Uh, I think this should be pretty straightforward. I think the players all kind of know what's uh, ahead of them. I think the coaching staff hasn't let them uh, take it easy this week. I think there were enough things to fix from the North Texas game that they're uh, working hard in practice. Uh, I think there's enough down the road that this team doesn't want a subpar performance against Lamar to take away anything that it could achieve and feels like it it can achieve. Uh, but we'll see. That's why the games are played. Again, uh, 6 o'clock, Ford Stadium, SMU 1-0, Lamar 0-1. It's the first ever meeting between these teams. Um, SMU has had good success against FCS teams the last five, six-ish years. I think the last lost... Uh, to James Madison uh, back, uh, I'm not even going to know the year, um, a few years ago. No, that's a James Madison team that then went on and won the FCS national title the next year. Uh, so that's uh, that's pretty good. Uh, let's see, yeah, it's six straight. Uh, it's going, SMU's going for its sixth straight win against an FCS team with wins. Uh, in the last five games against FCS programs. Um, like I said, sorry about some of the, the issues this week that didn't get some podcasts out as much as I wanted to. Hopefully uh, audio is fixed. Hopefully my voice is fixed and we get into a bit of a rhythm uh, with some weekly schedule stuff, some quick reaction post game. Uh, maybe something midweek and then a uh, pregame podcast. Uh, and especially once we get into conference stuff, there will be a, a lot more to talk about. Uh, but for now, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, be sure to make sure your 24-7 subscription is up to date. Uh, there's a lot of content from practice this week leading into the Lamar game. A uh, pretty good amount of content coming out of the UNT game and will be again coming this week. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're checking the site, the message board. Uh, obviously, we'll have a game day thread. Um, I'll post some of that stuff to Twitter, at uh, Jay Hoffeditz. And uh, we'll just keep rolling along with this and see what the Mustangs can continue to do in 2020. Have a good one.